for people who are wondering, first and foremost, no, I do not have family in the region, even though technically my grandfather's on my mother's side is from Kilis, so it is technically in that area, uh, the area of devastation, absolutely. But I do not have any immediate relatives in the region. So, uh, no, I, I've been getting a lot of people asking me, you know, what's going on? What's happening? Do you have family out there? You know, thank you for your well wishes, but I'm fine. My family's fine. They're in Istanbul. But uh, things are not fine overall in Turkey, okay? I know that because I personally survived alongside my family the massive earthquake in Istanbul in 1999. Now, I saw that devastation of uh, the city first and 17,000 people died in 1999 i was there i don't really remember too much of it because it was like really traumatic but uh you know this was even larger than that this was a bigger earthquake than the 99 earthquake now of course uh, when you compare it to like i don't know when you compare it to, uh the earthquake that happened in istanbul or the earthquake that happened in kwaramamarash to uh, the earthquakes that happen in Japan, what you need to understand is the devastation and the death toll is directly related to the infrastructure. And unfortunately, there is no good infrastructure in Turkey in many of these areas. So, you know, we also don't have the same kind of development either. And also, what you have to understand is like the earthquakes that took place, it's partially a consequence of poverty, the partially a consequence of not having enough, you know, not having adequate resources, but it's also the length and frequency and magnitude of the earthquakes. You have to remember like when an earthquake happens, not all earthquakes are the same. Some could happen for, you know, around a minute. Some can happen for 30 seconds. It can be a very devastating one, but it can only be for like five seconds. Sometimes I, uh, in California, I, we live on fault lines. I sleep through earthquakes regularly. Sometimes I wake up as a consequence of earthquakes here in California. And they're like fucking, you know, they will be like four, five. That's obviously tiny in comparison to a seven magnitude earthquake but like it doesn't even do anything usually and that is also because it's short it's brief this one was not it was devastating people felt it in fuck from what i understand people felt it in fucking karadeniz which is the northern part of turkey this is like like people felt it miles and miles like hundreds of miles away thousands of miles away thousands of kilometers away they felt it and basically that is fucking insane you know what i mean that's i don't know how else to describe it this area is massive for the record okay it's populous but it's also massive okay so that's another big part of this as well 99 depremi 17 kilometre derinlikteydi bu deprem 7 kilometre derinlikte gerçekleşti so this earthquake happened at a way higher depth way closer to the surface than the one in 99 which was 17 kilometers deep this one was seven kilometers deep it went on for more than two minutes and then the second at the the second seismic activity was also additionally devastating all of that compiles on uh, on top of one another i mean right now as we're speaking the way the earthquakes work especially in all around the country but especially in places like fucking turkey what you have to recognize is that while while we're having this conversation there are hundreds of thousands of people that are under rubble right now some of which will never be recovered you know and that is what's uh what's really fucked up i don't know for certain but multiple people in the chat are saying a place called hatay has gone flattened yes that's this right here this is hatay that's the reason why northern syria was also devastated because a lot of the earthquakes are right in this region the heart of the the heart of the problem is right in this region which my uh my uncle and my you know my mom's family is technically from this region i don't have any immediate relatives in that area and no point of contact there but uh that's yeah 
that is technically where my family is from as well. Yes, from Kilis, which is right at the heart of the seismic activity. There is uh, a fuckload of uh, people living there. Gaziantep is a big area. Kahraman Marash is like decently populated. From what I understand, uh, I mean, the numbers are going to keep going. I'm letting you know. What experts have speculated is that uh, the Istanbul one, the 99 earthquake, the one that I was in uh, with my family, that one killed 17,000 people. They're saying that this one will also probably have a, a, a similar death toll. Record-breaking devastation. Yeah. Yeah, this is what Hatay looks like from a drone camera footage. Just gone. Entire blocks of, of apartments just leveled. Oh, Orasa Marash, Hatay Deed. Oh, sorry. This is not Hatay. This is Marash, Kahraman Marash. A different city. Is Turkey an earthquake hotspot? Yes. There's a lot of, there's a lot of fault lines in Turkey. Yes. There's a fuckload of fault lines. Yeah. There is, is hot. The World Health Organization estimates that as many as 20,000 people have died in this, by the way. I need people to understand how fucking devastating and how long this was. The Turkish Twitch streamer during the earthquake. Wait, what the fuck? Was he in? Where was he? Where is this guy? Aman Allah'ım. He wasn't Hatay? He's okay. Someone said in the comments. Oh, thank God. Jesus Christ. Okay, so this is one of the fucking main areas of impact, okay? One of the cities that was uh, absolutely reduced to fucking rubble. And this is him live streaming. And then he loses internet connection. He was under the rubble, but survived. Thank God. He did the right thing, by the way. Part of it, part of the reason why he was able to survive is because he fucking immediately took cover. Dude, this shit is so normal too. Like uh, earthquake. What you're supposed to do during a fucking earthquake is just like it's just something you're taught. This is the one I was looking for. Yeah, this is an antique store inside of Gaziantep. I think this, I think, is the best video for you to like get a better grasp of like how fucking insane and how long it is. And it goes on. Like, understand how long. If you've ever, if you've ever been in an earthquake, you understand that like that shit is not supposed to go for that long. Like, it's not supposed to shake for that fucking long. The longer it goes, the more devastating it is. Okay. A building collapsed mid-interview. <laughs> This is the second one. This is the second earthquake that happened mid in the middle of their coverage. A lot of people think that earthquakes are devastating because like the ground fucking opens up and people die or whatever, but they're devastating because of the buildings that are on top of the ground, okay? That's how people die. If you're in a heavily populated area, if your buildings are not up to standards that could withstand an earthquake, and then also on top of that, more people die in the aftermath during the relief and recovery efforts especially when it's cold as fuck outside people are now under the rubble and it's uh, the, the the weather conditions and not being able to have uh not being able to have access to food water that's what ends up killing a lot of people a seven-story building crumbled to the ground in turkey's malatya following another massive 7.6 magnitude earthquake which hit kahraman marash 
That's just fucking insane, dude. I mean, it's common for additional earthquakes to happen, like aftershocks to happen, which is really obviously is, is what makes the recovery efforts all the more difficult because like when you have people in these, when you have people in and around these buildings that are standing, but barely, it puts the rescue uh, workers' lives at risk as well. A video and maps of the impact and huge earthquake and aftershocks have killed thousands. This is what happened in Shanlurfa. As you can see, an entire fucking building collapsed in and of itself uh electrical grids exploding the earthquake the 7.8 magnitude earthquake hit before sunrise uh, around 4 a.m local time i believe like literally in the process of this 5.3 4.4 4.4 this is a constantly updating list of earthquakes another one that was 6.0 the aftershocks unfortunately also displaced like already fucking buildings that have been devastated making it even harder for uh rescue operations to occur so it's it's uh it's just a it's a calamity that's the word to use here it is a calamity much like the 99 earthquake was considered a calamity were there aftershocks the initial earthquake was followed by more than 100 aftershocks including a magnitude 7.7 tremor during the day on monday that interrupted search and rescue operations the european mediterranean seismological center said the preliminary data showed the second large earthquake occurred 67 kilometers 42 miles northeast of kahraman Maraj, turkey at a depth of two kilometers which is like i mean that's pretty fucking high two kilometers is like basically surface like it's literally fucking near the surface making it so much more devastating more than 14 14,000, well, I mean, uh, 1,400, but now the number is, I believe, 2,500 have died across 10 provinces of Turkey and at least 7,000, just so much more than that. This is a older, older information. In Syria, 430, this is all old uh, information-wise. The first quake damaged a historic Gaziantep castle, which has been in use since the Roman times. That's another crazy one. I don't know if there's a video of that, by the way. Do you guys have a video footage of the Gaziantep castle? If you don't understand the exponential power of earthquakes, yeah, for those of you in the chat to understand the difference between seven 7.6 and 7.8 is massive. The difference between 6 and 7 is not just one fraction. The difference between magnitude 6 and magnitude 7 is like literally entire cities wiped out versus not. The 1994 Northridge, California earthquake of 6.7 caused 24 billion to 93 billion in damages in an area with earthquake prepared infrastructure. This earthquake of 7.8 is about 13x the power of that one incredibly devastating i asked where erdogan was and every turkish person in chat in unison said 31 which is if you guys remember which means he's just masturbating that's what every every turkish person said in the chat in unison saying he's jerking off where the fuck is uh recovery efforts in hatay Right now, Hatay, the southernmost tip of uh, Turkey, as far as like, this is from an hour ago, and it's been like fucking 20 hours since the earthquake happened. It, it is seemingly almost fully abandoned. There is no, they're saying that there is no help, uh, no recovery efforts, no shelter efforts, no professional help. The roads and the airport is uh, devastated. There's no electricity. There's no water. There's no natural gas. I mean, I, I don't know if it's because it's a JHP area or if it's because it's been devastated. And after 21 hours, he's saying like, we've been, we've been at it for four hours with literally just one fucking hammer and one shovel saving 20 people's lives, just ourselves, nothing else. 
This is only like civilians and a couple cops. This chatter says since 2000 all the way to 2023, 88 billion liras have been collected as a uh, as earthquake security, and yet only 350 million of the liras have actually only been spent on recovery efforts, implying that like billions of lira have just gone uh, into the pockets, potentially into the pockets of, of government officials. Deprem vergilerine ne oldu sorusu yine gündemde. Vergilere 80 bin konut yapılabilirdi, yapılmadı. So this is since 99 when that devastating earthquake that I told told you about, the one where I was in Istanbul over, that killed 17,000 people. They've been collecting insurance, like uh, earthquake insurance, basically in the uh, earth earthquake taxes and they're saying that if they had utilized it adequately 800,000 units could have been built with it and when uh, asked the government when they asked the federal government where the fuck did it go they said they built a road they built a road and also it could be anywhere that was the official response from the federal government now of course this is coming off the heels of uh, i mean this is coming when a uh, new election in turkey is uh bound to happen very soon in like a couple months so that is also a big deal as well adon's power is waning his influence is waning as i said it doesn't seem likely that he will reach a 50 plus percent majority support his mishandling of the earthquake relief his epic fuck up of this magnitude will most likely also factor into this as well but this is just, this is what it is for the past 20 plus years, okay? Oh, he's talking to someone directly on the ground in Antakya. She's saying Antakya is no longer existing. It, it is, it, it has ceased to exist. Hatay does not exist anymore. They're saying there's no government, there is no government helping us, there is no, no one is here. There are no rescue teams, uh, it seems. There are no rescue teams at this moment. We are without water. I believe I've lost my mother and I don't even know. He asks, where are you right now? Where are you calling from? Are you outside of your home? She's saying that there's no way to leave the city because all of the roads are all of the roads have been uh have been cut in half. She's saying that the airport is literally like the airport runway is opened up in half. They're saying that like uh planes fly overhead and then can't land and they're sitting in their cars. That's what we did too in Istanbul. You just go up to a hill and you fucking uh you just sit in your car and there's not really much you can do. Okay, this is uh this is uh Kahraman Marash, one of the one of the main like the main site uh, that was impacted the most. This is a tweet from 20 minutes ago. Saying this is the most famous uh, street in Karaman Maraş, one of the areas of impact. There's no soldiers. There's no cops. There's no. There's no soup. There are no. Um, there's no comforters or blankets. There's no government, nothing. And then this is an interview, or this is another conversation that they're having with someone on the ground. He says that right over there in that rubble, 
I hear screams. They've been screaming for hours, waiting for help. They're saying that, oh, we're going to come. The official response is, oh, we're going to come. Oh, we'll be there in a little bit. We have to take a look. Oh, they're saying uh, we don't have a, a Jaws of Life style uh, tools to cut through the cut through the, the steel so they can't reach them. And he says, my brother, my brother gave his life right there and no one came for him. No one came to help him. So they're saying that the doctors are saying that um, the government agency, Afad, is also not coordinating doctors adequately and they have been waiting. The doctors have been waiting for five hours. They don't know what they're fucking, they don't know where they're supposed to be going. They do not know. They don't have anything. Uh, they don't have cars or buses. Uh, they can't handle the logistics on their own. And uh, they're frustrated. He's saying there's no coordination on where we're supposed to be going different type different types of doctors are supposed to be going to like different areas right by need he's saying 70 of the doctors got together and basically tried to organize on their own they're trying to go to the right places themselves or areas of need depending on what their skills are but the government hasn't done shit for them uh this guy's in Albistan, which is Marash, uh which is like at the heart at the epicenter of the earthquake it's snowing like crazy and he's literally saying that there he's been there he is the mayor of bolu which is uh far away it's it's in between istanbul and ankara he came down here before the government did and he's saying that other than a couple of people like there's only a couple people from the government agency government recovery uh disaster relief agency there's no other government official here there are hundreds if not thousands of people that are quite literally under the rubble waiting to be saved right now and there's no one there to help them He's saying like the entire city looks like it was, you know, under war. He's saying one third uh, of all the buildings in this in this city are gone. No one knows what the number of casualties are, but people suspect that there are people just literally living under the rubble currently. He's saying that due to the snow, it's making the efforts even harder and there's going to be a real miracle that you need to save these people. Highway teams are not doing their jobs adequately and they're not helping funnel in supplies coming in from the West. He's saying there's going to be 30 centimeters of snow by if this continues. I personally do not fucking understand why the military has not been deployed. Like, I, I, I don't get it. I don't know what's going on. Why the fuck do they not have the military deployed to aid and assist in the recovery efforts? At least get these motherfuckers to salt the roads. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what's insane because every every single person that you would send to the region at the moment could be a helping hand. The Turkish military is massive. Remember, there is a draft in the country. You have to serve. As a Turkish citizen, if you're an able-bodied male over the age of 18, you have to serve in the military. So there's reserves, but on top of the reserves, there's just like straight up currently drafted active duty military members to the tune almost of a fucking million, you know? Not a million, but like you have more than half a million active duty service members currently in areas of need. I don't understand it. I don't understand why the military has not been sent in. I actually don't get it. He's saying that there's a lot of misinformation being spread on social media. You don't understand. He's saying that, well, this guy, he's basically saying fake news. Also, manlit, uh, ironic. He's saying a lot of people actually didn't get hurt by the buildings, but actually because they were running away from the building, which I don't even understand what the fuck he's trying to say. It's like, no, 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 no. There's a lot of fake news. They didn't get hurt inside the buildings. They got hurt when they were running away, which I don't know what kind of uh, difference that makes. 
He's saying the government is bringing soup and bread. Well, he didn't say the government is bringing soup and bread. He said the government is taking the necessary initiatives to start doing work on the soup and bread issue, which is like the Kamala Harris way of saying, uh, maybe you'll get soup and bread, but you know, maybe potentially we'll see. Deprem sonrası Gaziantep Adana yolunun son hal hal Guys, remember, they said they built roads with the funds, right? This is, uh, you know, additionally ironic because when when asked, when the government was asked about what they've done for all, with all of the, uh, you know, 800 billion liras of tax funds that they've gotten specifically for earthquake tax, they said, we built roads. Uh, and, you know, here's, uh, here's the outcome. This is between two of the two of the major cities that are both suffering from uh, damages, extensive damages. Adana and Gaziantep. This is the road between the two. You can't even fucking drive cars uh, on this road any longer. You can't even walk through this road any longer. One other aspect of this is that because the infrastructure is uh, fundamentally broken and because they don't have enough, they haven't utilized enough resources to salt the roads, to open up the roads, the government agency vehicles are also stranded alongside civilians that are personally trying to go out and take matters in their own hands and help others in the rescue efforts. So they're just stuck. They can't even fucking bring uh, anybody. And everyone is claiming that the official numbers that the government is putting forward is completely false, saying that 2,379 is a ridiculously low estimate with the World Health Organization and other uh, international crisis management organizations, NGOs, putting the death toll, the potential death toll tally at 30,000 now. The government officials are claiming that everything is under control. They're under-reporting the deaths and casualties, and they're claiming that they've sent people everywhere. Meanwhile, in Hatay, uh, one of the areas of, of most need where they actually sent a ship to because they can't fly in because the, the, the runway is destroyed. People on the ground are basically saying, people on the ground, why would the government do that, Hassan? Honestly, I don't know. I, I think maybe one of the reasons is because they're just like, they, they just took all of the fucking funds and used it uh, and lined up their own pockets with it. So they're just like severely underfunded. One of the other reasons is that an election is coming up. That area is, is I did not go to the, to the uh, incumbent party. It's an opposition party area. That could be one of the reasons. I think it's mostly just that they just don't have enough money. They don't have enough funds because they've utilized it. They've used it for themselves. They've lined up their own pockets. Just like they've also used, uh, they've offered favorable contracts. They've offered favorable contracts in their own areas right what ends up happening is that it's not dissimilar to the united states of america we're like oh this is our area we're gonna build a lot of housing we're gonna do a lot of housing development in this area how do they build the housing well they take the money they give it to their own friends they give it to government loyalists who then build the housing and usually will you know take a little bit off the top for themselves use shittier quality materials they claim that they're actually earthquake proofing the housing when they're clearly not this kind of corruption is has been consistent in the erdogan regime since its inception. Erdogan came into power and basically built his own group of wealthy loyalists and donors and supporters. So they are supposed to have regulation, 
right? I mean, I showed you this already. We showed you this already. Bostanbaşı Asur e, sitesinde full yapılı satılık daire 4. Bina son deprem yönetmenliğinde uygun olup. They're specifically stating this building that we're that I'm about to show you in Malatya was built up to earthquake co- uh, code. When they're selling it, they're literally telling you it's built up to earthquake earthquake code. That's the building. What ends up happening is this is what happens when you have when you give favorable contracts to people who are they don't regulate it adequately. They don't actually go in and, and take a look at it. They just slap a fucking they just slap a okay, you're good sticker on it. That's it. All right, donation class. is live. With this one, you can make a donation to soft giving through PayPal for the records. Okay. We're already at twenty six thousand uh, since the uh, beginning of uh, today uh, as of four AM. 